Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. In every age and every time, our souls intertwine. Through cycles vast, we find our way, bound by love that's here to stay. In lifetimes past, our spirits sowed, through the trials endured, lessons taught. Yet in each dawn, our hearts align, a love eternal, ever divine. Through every dance of fate's design, in every rhythm, yours and mine, we meet again in sweet embrace, bound by love and timeless grace. With every breath our souls renew, in every lifetime love shines through. For I love you in this lifetime's crest, and in the next our love is blessed. Boy meets girl, girl meets boy. Such a sweet beginning to any type of story. In this instance though boy and girl are in high school usually this is the time where you're trying to find yourself figure out where you belong your friendships who you are in general your hobbies what you like what you dislike such a fresh outlook in life and yet for many of us kind of torture we deal with trauma in different ways and many of us are not even aware that we have these these traumas that we're carrying especially in high school in this story it'll be in the girl's point of view of course as a freshman in high school everything seems very out of place you know familiar faces you're aware of who's there and who's not but you also start to figure out what it's like to be involved in a relationship you know on some kid shit i guess being that this is your first year in high school everything is still very doesn't quite feel right but you go along with it you have a good set of friends and you make the best of it you have a boyfriend i guess you can call it a boyfriend but you start to realize this is not what you want or at least the person that you were with is not the person that you feel comfortable with again you're a freshman and your first boyfriend into high school is a junior very different worlds and as much as people may want to see it as oh it's just uh two years of difference it's still a big difference when you're just starting off y'all break up you just kind of keep it moving you're flirting you feel more free this way and that works out better for you you have math class after lunch somehow this math class seems to be very active the teacher miss diaz is such an amazing teacher that she actually helps you love math and understand it even better. So you always kind of look forward to math class. But is it really because of the teacher, the subject, or is it that someone kind of captivated your eye? Here walks in a boy, sagging pants, long tee, and you can just tell he's a bad boy it's not a good initiation for your type of boys to like but here we are you sit right in the front 
all the way to the far left. We have to sign in every single time and he always comes late. So where you sit is where you can see people signing in constantly. Everybody always passes you by, which is cool because of him. He always stops by to say hi to you, flirt, make a comment, something. You always kind of just brush him off because you already know he's older than you. And he just seems like trouble. I guess the good kind of trouble. There has been one time though that he and her were just constantly talking back and forth. The teacher kind of brings it up and moves him seats this does not stop him <laughs> he does not let up and you kind of like it because you're kind of crushing on him too but he has little admirers here and there you get told by one of your friends that you should back off that's her man she's trying to get with him what are you doing you with no type of energy to fight for a boy kind of just like okay i'll back off like if that's who you want that's that's fine i guess but you also have the same pe period with this man so you try to ignore him during math class although he's constantly skipping so he's kind of making that easier for you to avoid he sees you during pe time one time and you're trying to walk fast you're trying to walk fast because you're just like no what's her name said for me to like back off i don't want no drama and he sees you trying to rush off he's at the basketball courts and he lets go of the ball and you already knew he makes eye contact with you he comes by asks why you have been ignoring him y'all change phone numbers and that's that or so you thought Again, being consumed in high school, there's so much that goes on that sometimes it's hard to keep up, especially when you're in survivor mode all the time. Being at home is not peaceful. Your grandmother just passed away. Um, just a lot of things are shaping you into being a person of not being interested in anything or anyone. Or more like wanting distractions and finding the wrong type of distractions. You stop seeing him around and again, kind of keep touch here and there. Realize that he has moved schools and there goes your eye candy for the time being. Until somehow, some way, they reconnect during summertime now that they both are out of school a lot of free time somehow they end up wanting to link up she always felt at ease never really nervous but more of this is random right this is so random how is it that the one guy in my math class wants to hang out with me What's the purpose? She was constantly thinking this for the first time that they would meet up and actually hang out. She already knew that she liked him. There was no denying it. There was something about it. The energy, the chemistry, who knows? She just knew. The first summer that they hang out was a standpoint to the beginning. They go up to this hill, watch the sunset, drink, I know, underage drinking, how romantic, <laughs> and seem to hit it off so well. She really likes him. She thinks he's such a goofball. He makes her laugh effortlessly. She's never laughed so much with anyone before. And they just compliment each other. Even though they may seem like complete opposites. She always felt like there was a pain that he would hide. And she could relate 
because she would also try to hide her pain. Being only 14, 15 and having to endure so much pain, it's not fun. It's not fun. However, they go their separate ways every time summer ends. Maybe here and there is like a little checkup. He would always send her little poetic lyrics of some sort. And that always kind of made her more interested because she also was into poetry. One other summer comes by and it seems like that's a thing now. They hit each other up. We're meeting up at this hill again. At this time, I'm coming through. Be ready. He introduces her to the love of music. Granted that she's always listened to music, yes, but not as in-depth as he made her look into it. Meaning that whenever he would play her a song, he would tell her, listen carefully to the lyrics. Listen to what they're saying. And it opened up a whole love language for her that she didn't even know was happening. This was during 2008, 2009. So he put her on to J. Cole, Janae Aiko, and Drake. And she was captivated by this. Like, who are these people? Like, why haven't I heard about them like that before? Or has she, has she been this out of touch with the world because she had her own shit to deal with consistently because she would hear it over and over again? You don't know that movie? You don't know that song? You don't know that artist? You don't know that celebrity? No. Living in a household where you didn't even have your own bedroom, let alone a bed, and constantly fearing for something bad to happen in your family, whether that was death or just feeling like you weren't loved and appreciated. You had other things to worry about than to keep up with the latest gossip. Although you did try, so you wouldn't seem like you didn't fit in. But he never made her feel like, oh, you're missing out. It was more of, well, let me guide you. He dedicates her a song or two. And she just feels this enormous feeling. Again, being so young, not knowing what it is that I'm feeling right now. What is this? Kind of the same question over and over when she would be around him. One of the last times that they hung out. She remembers so vividly how before they ended up meeting with each other, she asked him, how come you don't make me your girl? How come we don't take this to another level? She remembers that response of, distance makes the heart grow founder. Say what? Why the fuck would you say that? It's not like I'm miles and miles away. Just a few minutes away. This could still work. I mean, he did date one of your classmates and you were her lab partner for all of biology. And you had to sit next to her without her knowing that like, I actually like your boyfriend. And I know that I'm going to see him during the summer. <laughs> Torture. So what the fuck are you talking about? She didn't press the issue because she already knew the more that she pressured, the less likely she would get a clear answer. 
Little did he know, though, that she was moving. Okay, you say distance makes the heart grow founder. I guess we're going to have to put it to a test. She's moving out of state. Not just a couple miles away, not just a couple cities away like he did. She's moving a whole different state during her senior year. This has been going on for a little too long and she was growing a little bit impatient. And at this point, she couldn't do anything about it. Her world was collapsing. Her world felt like it was ending. How is it that I am moving during my senior year? This is my year. She felt so conflicted with everything that was going around her. She had no control on what to say and how to say it. There was nothing that she can do but enjoy her last summer home. As she's getting ready again to meet up with him and his friend on the top of the hill, her best friend at the time asks her, Hey, have you told him that you were moving? No. I don't even think that it would matter. Her friend responds with this weary look of like, you're tripping, right? She said, are you even going to mention it to him? Girl thought it was just, I mean, doesn't seem like he wants much of anything. Think this is just like a summer fling. So no, I don't think I am. She was also kind of dating somebody at during this time too. Granted that they were having problems and she was already in the mindset of, I am leaving, what's the point? This relationship that I'm in is not even going to last either. And besides, he left to Mexico for the entire summer. There's no point. So I'm gonna go see him like I usually do every summer. Because it doesn't matter if one of us has a boyfriend or girlfriend, we always see each other. So as they both are heading down to meet up with the boys, she starts getting this ugly feeling in her stomach of, fuck, I think I'm going to have to tell him. But maybe not. They're drinking, having a good time, taking pictures, because that's always been a thing. <laughs> taking pictures. Heading up to the top of the mountain yet again, hiking, being goofy, just no worries in the world. Watching the sunset one last time. She loved the feeling of him holding her and just being there. You know I have a boyfriend, right? He looks at her. You know I don't care, right? Okay, well, I just wanted to say that for my peace of mind. She shakes it off. Trying to see how much she can get away with without mentioning that she's moving. Sunset is over. It's time to head down. Because once it gets dark, you can no longer see. And back in the day, with the cell phones we had, there was no way we had a big enough flashlight on our phones to guide us down that hill. So down they go. As they start walking down, he stops her. And she's just a little startled. What now? What is he about to say? He takes a deep breath, looks her in the eyes, and says, I'm ready. She looks at him confused. Not only were they tipsy, but 
they had to hurry down before it got too dark. So she's looking at him and she gets that ugly pit feeling in her stomach again. He keeps going by saying, we've been doing this for a little too long. I really like you. I'm feeling you. I know you're feeling me too. She is in disbelief at this moment. She tells him, no, 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 wait. He's like, no, no, let me finish. And she's just like, no, no, wait. He asks, would you be my girl? And she tells him at the same time, I'm moving to Texas. The silence. It felt like when they both spoke at the same time, there was this big echo. That was just replaying over and over. His smile, gone. He is now looking confused. You're what, I'm sorry? I'm, I'm moving to Texas in two weeks. In two weeks? You're moving? But it's going to be your senior year. Yeah, I know that. And it fucking sucks. But I can't do anything about it. My mom is making me. He then falls on his knees. And again, we are in a mountain. So there's rocks everywhere. All she kept thinking about was, this is so dramatic. This is not happening right now. This is not happening right now. She then goes and sits next to him and she starts crying. You don't know how long I've been waiting for you to ask me to be your girl. And he's just speechless. Her friend, not knowing what was going on. <laughs> We're already in the front with his friend too. She looks back and's like, uh, guys, get up. What are y'all doing? Stop being idiots. She comes up, picks him up, picks me up, and she's just like, what is going on? I told him. Oh, Okay, well, we'll meet you guys over here, but hurry up, it's getting late. No words were mentioned again about moving. It does get dark, so now we have to fight our way to not fall and get down immediately. There was this very steep place where she was terrified to even go any further they are all pretty litty okay he then tells her get on my back i got you she says you're fucking crazy i'm not getting on your back i got you don't you trust me she did she trusted him completely not even knowing why she trusted him completely so she gets on his back, he piggybacks her down this steep ass hill, and she's just thinking, we're gonna bust ass, and this is going to hurt just as much as it's hurting me, knowing that I'm gonna have to leave him. But they make it down, no one falls, he puts her down, he's like, see, I told you I got you. She felt like that was his way of telling her he likes her more than she could possibly think of. As they're walking down, they pass the tree where they put their initials. This could be the last time. And he's like, no, there's no way this is going to be the last time. They talk a little bit more when they're finally down the hill. So there's no rush to get anywhere at this point. And they're just 
with each other, embracing each other. He asks her, you sure you have to go? I have no choice. We'll keep in touch. They go their separate ways. And the way back home, she is bawling. Her best friend and her had to stop at another park because she just could not stop crying. She didn't realize how much he actually meant to her. Why am I crying? I have a whole boyfriend. Obviously, this kid does not give two shits about me. But why do I give two shits about this man? Her best friend kind of reels her back in. Do you not see? You guys have built this connection over time that you both have been so in your own world to even give each other the chance. And now that he wanted to and felt like it was time, it was time for you to go somewhere else. But you never know. You'll come back. This was her friend's constant reminder and phrase of you're gonna come back home you're gonna finish high school and you're gonna come back I'm only 16 how the fuck am I gonna come back she moves two weeks later she remembers getting a text from him just saying safe light have a good life I'll miss you. He was not much of a texter. She kind of came into that conclusion very long time ago. A very long time ago. So she wasn't expecting much from this. That that was it. That was the end. That was the end of their story. It was a beautiful thing. And she remembers even finally settling in to her new home and realizing... Maybe this was just like a love story of a summer, of a couple summers that I'll get to tell my children. But he actually keeps in touch. He sends her more songs, puts her on more into J. Cole. She starts falling in love with music in a different way. She gets into an abusive relationship. He's there trying to help her out. So much so that he was trying to get her to move back home and live with him. And just before she had an idea of what to do to move back home, he tells her no. Our story should not be this way. She gets a text from him in the middle of the day. I don't want to feel like I'm a rebound. And you need to figure out your shit out there. You have to face the problems. You can't run away from them. She is so fucking confused. How is it that we go from, I want to be with you, to, I don't want you here? And how do we go from, I'm feeling you and I like you, to feeling like you're going to be a rebound? How can you be a rebound when you have always been there? She gives him a piece of her mind. He doesn't answer her calls. He doesn't answer her texts. He goes ghost. So for a few months, she battles with whatever shit she was dealing with. Gets into another relationship. Her greatest love story. Relationship. She's not quite happy in this relationship either because she cannot stop thinking about him. Why isn't anybody calling me baby girl like how he does? Why isn't anybody dedicating me songs? Why isn't anybody telling me little poetic things like how he did? Now she's moving in with her greatest love and trouble is in paradise for sure. They're young. (laughs) They just turned 18, 19. And he's in college. 
she up and left everything to be with him, thinking that this was the best option. Until one spring, they're not seeing eye to eye. She reconnects with him. And they're texting here and there. And it's just like all these feelings have never gone away. Again, spring time is coming. So her then boyfriend decides, I want to take out this trip before the boys only. Tells her a week before the trip that she thought she was going to go with all of them. He thought that she was going to stay while he went out with his boys on a vacation. So instead, she calls up some of her people from back home. Should I come? Yeah, why not? Get over here. She calls him. If I come, do I get to see you? Yes, without a doubt. She books the flight. Her boyfriend then was surprised. You're gonna go back home? Yeah, I'm not gonna stay here during spring break. I'm gonna go back home. She leaves, does not answer any of his text messages or calls whatsoever. And the first night that she's back, she meets up with all of her friends and he ends up coming through as well. So she leaves. Her friends already know the deal. They already know whenever he's around, ain't no stopping her. There's no stopping this. So she goes out with him and his friends. They're having a time. They go to a little bar area and believe it was a hookah spot. Yeah. They're sitting with each other, already lit. Again, underage drinking, how romantic. <laughs> this girl passes by and says, y'all are the cutest couple ever. I need to take a picture of y'all. They take a picture and it's like this connection has never left and it just gets more and more intense. I'm going with it though. I'm not even going to think about it. They both just kind of go along with whatever feelings are coming about. It's getting late. She's really litty, okay? And she was staying with her aunt at the time. So she didn't want to worry her aunt too much. Although she didn't really care that she was out with her friends, she just wanted to make sure that she would come back home. But somehow, she ended up at his house. How the fuck did we even get here? Now her mind is making her feel guilty. I do have a boyfriend. I live with him. Fuck. But I love this guy. I love him. I love him. I'm in love with him. Oh, fuck. She then realizes... All of this is happening so fucking quickly and slow at the same time. She freaks. Take me home. What? Take me home. It's like 3 a.m. Yeah, you need to take me home. But my car's broken down. I don't think it'll make it back to your home. You need to find a way and you need to take me home right now. He's trying to calm her down. She's not letting up. Her emotions are all over the place. Fuck, I'm cheating. I am in love. I need to get home. What the fuck am I doing? Okay, I'll take you home. Broken down car <laughs> that he had at the time. They get in though. They get in with a prayer and some liquor in their body. Not very fucking smart. As they're driving, 
he's trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong he just keeps asking what's wrong what's going on is it because of him and i'm just i'm just confused it's everything it's everything why do we keep doing this what's the purpose of us coming back and forth with each other he doesn't say anything oh now she's getting aggravated oh he doesn't have anything to say now you know i've liked you you know that i've liked you and yet you tell me bullshit as things as distance makes the hard girl founder well now we have a big distance what now he still is not answering she's starting to feel really overwhelmed with emotions and a little terrified that the car is actually driving the wind is in their hair everything is just feeling so amplified it feels like it's in a video game it feels like this is a fucking movie is this a movie she looks at him and tells him i know you love me he stops the car he looks at her she looks at him i know you love me silence just fills the air y'all are the only car right now this is insane because i love you too he looks at her and he kisses her you drive me fucking nuts you know that right yeah you drive me crazy too can't really remember what the conversation was after that although she makes it home he drops her off and it feels like a movie she gets out the car and she's like okay you can go now and he's driving slow keeping pace with her as she's walking on the sidewalk heading to her house and he's just looking at her throughout the window you are so beautiful fuck you are so beautiful she's blushing she's just like what is happening go home okay okay i'll go home he's still driving very slow as if he's walking next to her i'll see you tomorrow i'll see you tomorrow she gets home and realizes i'm not in love with my boyfriend years go by and the same song keeps playing dedicates her songs every time she's far now they're in a little bit more of contact he has a girlfriend she doesn't care she blows up his phone she gets with the new boyfriend he blows up her phone it was this little toxic back and forth with each other and every time they would see one another it was nothing but fucking fireworks nothing but fireworks until she realizes this has been going on for seven years seven years she's getting pretty tired of it but they're still young they're early 20s she just became a bartender she's making money that she's never seen before she quit college because she realized well what's the point of me going into college if i'm gonna be making this type of fucking money 
but she's drinking it away suppressing her trauma suppressing her depression being around people yet again that are no good for her she's being distracted by boys and whatever could make her feel alive y'all remember that greatest love that she was involved with he was very much aware of her summer love her first love they would still keep in touch and he always knew that her first love was always around he would still try though he loved her but even he had said I can't compete with him even though he's miles and miles away he has your heart the way that I can't captivate your heart so they kind of just drifted apart became friends and there was no love lost she still appreciates him to this day because he realized there's no competing with your first love and whatever connection they had have she thought that it was time for her to move back home and the reason that she was going to do this was to be with him she was tired of the distance she was tired of fighting with him she broke her best friend's car windshield because they got into a nasty argument about who the fuck she was with at a gay bar ugly so she was just like this is time for us to just make it official and move back how the fuck was she thinking that when she could barely take care of herself but she wanted to go move to a whole different state huh so she plans this trip to kind of surprise him before his birthday She buys him and her tickets to a Warriors game. She takes two weeks off of work and she's hoping that she doesn't come back. She's hoping that maybe some way, with no plan in hand, she was just going to stay there and figure some shit out. They go to the game such an amazing night but she feels him distant before the game during the game and after the game something's not right something's not right no he didn't know that her plan was to stay there and She was hoping they would talk things out more. Morning comes, she spends the night with him. And even that felt very cold and distant. Hmm. Now her friend is blowing up her phone. She finally picks up. What's going on? They're taking away all of your bar shifts. What? Why would they do that? I don't know. Some girls think that you're not ever coming back. Are you coming back? Yeah, I'm, I'm coming back. I mean, I think so. But don't take me off the schedule. Just in case. Okay. Well, here's the manager. She talks to the manager, gets things situated... Now she's flustered. Now she feels like she is feeling complicated and not knowing what to do. He doesn't mention it. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, everything good. Everything's fine. He calls her an Uber to go back home. And she just felt like this was another goodbye. He walks her downstairs. She starts to cry. Why am I crying? Don't cry. Wipe your tears. I, I don't want to see you cry. 
This is never goodbye. This is always see you later. I have a couple more days. I'm gonna see you tonight though, right? Yeah. I mean, I have some things to do, but yeah. Okay. Uber comes and picks her up. And she is feeling lost. How the fuck did we get here? She starts crying. The Uber girl notices. Hey, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just so confused about this boy. Well, what's going on? Tells her a little bit of the background of their story. And something that has never left her mind was her response. Seven years, huh? Yeah, it's been going on for seven years. You know they say that if somebody stays in your life for exactly the seventh year, they're your soulmate. Soulmate? Yeah. You don't think he's your soulmate? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what to put him as. He's probably your soulmate. Don't worry. This is not a goodbye. You guys are destined to be in each other's lives forever. Okay, well that brings me a lot of peace of mind. But then, communication gets short and shorter. And she realizes he's pushing me away again. Instead of staying the full two weeks, she takes her trip to just five days and goes back home. I'm just going to go back home and make money. That's just what it is before they take my shifts away and people really think i'm gone goes back home gets a text from him a week and a half later and they're back into a weird cycle not even back it's just now weird he gets a girlfriend about two months after and she's truly fucking heartbroken. Years go by, they lose touch. But she still thinks about him. Like, all the time. Still the comparisons happening. And now we're in a weird stage of life. She's finally ready to settle down after four years of not having contact with him consistently just seeing him here and there he pops in was thinking of you she pops in was thinking of you and it never stays more than just thoughts she meets this guy that changes her whole entire world and not in the best way possible she gets pregnant COVID happened, shutdown happened, marriage happened. He knew about this. She's pregnant now. She's married now. I guess this is the end. That year goes by, two years go by, three years go by. She gets in touch with him because this little marriage that she thought was something beautiful was actually abusive and tore her apart in ways that she couldn't even describe. So she looked for him because he had just looked for her the year prior. So she was hoping there was still some sort of hope for the both of them. Some way, somehow. She messages him and he just kind of gives her this very bland question. Aren't you married now? There's no ring on my finger. Oh, laughing my ass off. She feels defeated. Okay, that was pointless blocks him years go by after that 
and she's going through a whole healing journey on her own elevating and figuring things out and he is still on her fucking mind even through her whole journey process it was something about this relationship that was just not letting her feel at peace eventually she started to figure out this story is still being written but why how she then within her healing journey says i'm gonna move back home but not the hometown a little further out just to try to get some changes again even though he's still in the back of her mind it was not like the first thing she's kind of put into terms it was over it was done there's no going back you have a life you have your daughter you can't think about this person anymore it's just it's not worth it so again she drives out packs all her shit packs her daughter's stuff packs her stuff and just drives to meet up with a friend who lived in la she drives for the full 24 hours and as she finally sees welcome to california it was like a flush of memories came back rolling around him oh no not again him as she's driving she messages him i've moved back home hoping that he would be excited hoping that maybe they can finally get together even though she's two three hours away two three hours away is better than a whole entire state away right she doesn't hear from him until two weeks later her heart drops when she wakes up to his messages oh shit he called her too what what the fuck i have a son i'm a father now i'm also engaged to be married i can't be doing this anymore we were kids we were on some kid shit this can't be happening anymore didn't even fully read the message until she realized he called me on his birthday night hmm call me she messages back she didn't think he was then all of a sudden she sees his unsafe number pop up he still has the same number from 13 years ago she had also drank a whole bottle of tequila with her roommate the night before so she is still kind of everywhere and she's right now on the drive-thru of chick-fil-a to get some breakfast when he calls and not knowing what to expect she answers and he's like i don't even know why i called i guess just to be courteous and she's kind of like what is happening courteous you're being courteous to me for what is that is that how we're playing it now okay so you're you're a dad yeah i am and you're also engaged yeah i am okay um well so you moved back yeah i, I moved back okay well i guess this is it i guess this is it they hang up a minute long conversation that just made her feel like her whole world just collapsed what the fuck was that about why did we act like that as if we're complete strangers are we complete strangers 
She gets her food and she parks on the side of the road. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way this is how it's going to end. She texts him. Is it selfish of me to not want you to get married? Message never goes through. Oh, maybe he blocked me again. I guess it's time to really move on. Thinking this was the end. There's still conversations that happen here and there throughout the months. And she starts to realize this is never going to be the end. We're always going to have this connection, this soulful connection with one another. We love each other. And we're so stupid for not wanting to give it a try. But as time goes by, she realizes that maybe not right now, maybe later on. And that's okay. She didn't get to this conclusion very swiftly. She went through this agony after the last conversation. He blocked her again on social media, on everything, and she just felt like she couldn't fucking breathe. She wanted to talk to him, and this was the first time ever, ever in 15 years that she couldn't reach out to him just to tell him, I'm thinking of you. What felt like a month was really four days of her crying calling her best friend and telling her about him and she's her best friend has heard this story a thousand millions times but she just lets her cry i know you love him and maybe when you guys are older you guys would get the chance that y'all both deserve that kind of brings her peace you know what yeah maybe when we're in our 40s or 50s we can finally get it together and be together and that will be so worth it she finally kinda lets go I have to say goodbye but before I do I need to get a reading about us within this reading she's being told something that she did not want to hear even though she did if you never left he would have married you and you guys would have been together forever. Y'all would have had kids. Y'all would have had this whole little family together. And you guys would help each other heal whatever traumas you, you were both encountering. But since you moved, it's like the whole universe shifted for the both of you. There was more pain. There was more agony. There was more lessons. That's why you guys keep coming back. But it's time for you to let go. So she works on it. She writes him letters. She does voice memos to kind of say goodbye and tell him how she made him feel. Was it real? Please tell me it was real. Or was it just all me? They finally got to touch base again. And now in a deeper level that she was not expecting. Such a deep level that seven days after their first contact of talking with each other and him telling her, you're the one that got away. And I'm always going to keep you in my heart. There's something about you that I just cannot let go. I'm not getting married. I'm always thinking of you. She finally got the clarity that she has been wanting and needing all these years. So I wasn't that crazy. I wasn't delusional this entire time. No, you weren't. I love you. In this lifetime and the next. Because if we don't get it right in this one, I know for a fact that I'll see you in the next.